Okay, good morning. We're starting on top of Zayinam and Aleph, the Mishnah. On the top of Zayinam and Aleph, Zakta Hilgim Mishnah. Now we're going to discuss the exact process of taking this woman to do the hashkar, the actual drinking of the mesota, the drinking of the sota waters, to see if she's innocent or guilty. So the Mishnah says, first thing we do is, you first take her to the bezdin of that place, which means the city that she's in, that's the first bezdin that she goes to, and that's the bezdin where the Edom come in and they testify about the kinui, about the stira, as we've spoken about in the past number of lat. Now, the hashka, as we'll see, the drinking is not done in the local Bezdin. That's done in Yerushalayim, in the Bezdin Agadol. And therefore, you have to take her now, after the Bezdin accepts the witnesses on the Kinya and the Stira, you have to take her now to the to Yerushalayim, to go to the Bezdin Agadol. says the Mishnah, we send along with her two Torah scholars, two for a very interesting concern that maybe... They will have relations on the way. Now, the Gemara will say, tell us that if they do have relations on the way, that's going to be a major issue because the water will not, besides that's Aster, that's, right, that's obvious, but even more than that, the water won't work. That if they do something which is inappropriate, such as having relations on before the water, before they are drinking the water, the whole water doesn't work. So it's, it really messes up the whole system because you want, obviously, the water to be able to see if she's innocent or not. The word is not going to work if, there's, if they have relations before the drinking from the point of Kenya and Stira. So if we send along two, Tamid Chacham will see why two and why Tamid Chacham in the Gemara, but they make sure that things stay appropriate. Yehuda says no. We trust the husband, not their relations with her, and therefore we don't have to send anyone along together. Interesting that he probably has some sort of animosity towards her anyway, so likely that's going to be the case. But regardless, we trust them to not do any Yisurim, and therefore there's no requirement, no need to send along Tamid Chacham with them. It says the Gemara, Trey V'ihu. So you have the husband, and you have two other people, which is Tamid Chachamim. Hatlasa, that's a total of three. Why do you need three people to be making sure of this issue? Gemara says, it sounds like it's a Raya Lema Messiah Leil Durav. It sounds like a Raya Durav that what? Amavidu Amarav, Leishanu Ela Be'ir. That if there's someone traveling in a in a private road, right, which should be no one else around, says so you need three people to avoid the issue of yichud. Why? Because maybe one is going to need the restroom, and he'll, if they only have two, he'll go off to the side. And it turns out, and the one person who's left with Therefore, the Gemara says in Kedushin, you need to have three people on the road to make sure that even if one stops off to take care of his needs, he still have two left who will make sure to keep each other in check. So it sounds like our Gemara is our mission is a riot to that, a good proof to that. Three people is what's required. They're going on the road, and you have three people who are making sure that there's no issue of anyone being inappropriate with her. So it sounds like a very good proof. The Gemara says no. Not at all a proof at all, because our requirement of three people is for a very different reason. The reason why you have to have two people besides the husband, you want to have witnesses. That means in order to have the the witness, the the, the acceptance that they'll tell Bezdin, by the way, look, we know what happened. She was they were together, the husband was together with her. If they're witnesses to prove that and to give the edus of that. And that's going to stop the whole drinking process because once they ate them, they were together, that's not going to be hashka, as we mentioned before. So therefore, without two people, you have no aid them. You only have one aid. 
which obviously one is not acceptable. So you have to have two Adim to prove that there's going to be, there was, they had relations, and therefore, that's why you have to have two. So it's not because of Yichud per se, it's really for a very different reason to have Adim. Okay, so that's one, now we know why you have to have two people. Why Tamei Techachamim? What exactly is the advantage of them? Why can't you have regular people? Tamei in, Kuli Amaloi, it sounds like regular people, not. Why? Maybe it's the proof to a different halacha. A different halacha of Rav regarding Yichud. He says when you have to have two people, which normally save for Yichud, it's only true for Ksherin, two people who are upstanding individuals. Avo Prutzen, people who are considered to be parrots, they do things which are inappropriate, they act inappropriately. Even ten people together with a woman cannot be together with her because we are scared they'll do whatever they feel whatever they want and act they have no uh, embarrassment to be acting inappropriately in front of each other. Skimari says that sounds like a good proof that we want to have at least the people who are going here not to be not to be Prutzen. So it sounds to be the Chama we'll make sure that they're upstanding people because they're Kshay and they're kosher people. And it sounds like that's a good proof. And the more actually brings a story to prove that Prutz is not gonna work. There was a terrible story that there was ten people who were put a ruse and they said that they were going out for a funeral. They had this woman, and they may believe she was dead, and they were carried her out outside the city, all for the sake of really being inappropriate with her. And so you see that 10 people who are prutzen will do things which are crazy, which are totally inappropriate, even though they have a group of people. So that's such a proof that prutzen is not going to work. So L'chara, our mission is a proof to this idea, the fact that we want them to make sure they're not prutzen. Where says no. How can you time or do you do very different reason why you want to have Tamil not because of to make sure that they're not Prutzen, but to be able to give a warning. What warning? So Rashi says to give the warning that you should know if you do have relations, this war is not going to work. Tell the husband, by the way, don't don't mess this whole system up. If you go and have relations, it's not going to work, and therefore that's going to stop the process. Therefore, you want to have who know the halacha, they know the halacha, that how it works, and what's going to prevent the drinking process from being effective. And that's why you want to have to be the chamim, as opposed to people who may not know the halacha of what relations would would short circuit the whole process. Okay, so that's the first opinion. Two tamid the chachamim. We know why. Two. We know why tamid the chachamim. Rav Yehuda says no. Bala. We let the husband himself be the one to go with her, and we trust him. Nothing's going to happen inappropriately. Tanya v'yudaimer bala nema mikavachaimer. I'll bring you. He says I'll bring you a proof. That the husband himself is trusted from a kavachomer, uman nida, a husband and a wife who the woman's a nida, she bekaris, which is a more strict law, a more strict sir. There's karis if they have relations, and balanemen Allah we trust the husband that nothing will happen. Sota she belav sota, which after the rest to each other, after kinyan and stira is only a lav, no koshkin. For sure we should accept that they're going to have the balas nemen. The husband himself is trusted. Sounds like a nice kavachomer. The Rabbanon say no, exactly the opposite. He understands us exactly the reason why you just said is the reason why it's not going to work. Neither the karis chamirule, neither which is because it's karis that's so strict to them, and that's why they're going to be so careful to separate from each other. Or Muhammad, that's how he's trusted. But Sota, which is only allowed, the chamirule, they won't see it as something which is so strict, and they won't treat it so carefully, and therefore there's a reason why they shouldn't be believed, and therefore below Muhammad. So exactly the opposite. You, as far as you said that it's only allowed, it's actually the reason why we should have more concern rather than less concern. Fretigamara. 
Rav Yehuda Mikavachomaisa, there's a bringing from Mikavachomer, his source, that it's enough to have the husband, no requirement for any other Edom. Rav Yehuda Mikroimaisa, there's a Bryce which Rav Yehuda actually proved this from a Pasuk. The Sanya, the man brings his wife to the coin. Sounds like he himself is bringing her. And the Gemara says, According to this first opinion, the man brings his wife, that's what it says in the Pasuk. But there's a din this is the opinion like we saw in the mission of the Rabbanan that say that the woman is given to to me the chum to make sure nothing happens even though the Rabbanan also agree that on a derisa level, on a Torah level it's enough to have the husband by himself but we don't trust them on a Rabbanan level that's the Tanakama a soto which is a la la koshki, and so here it's a similar kavachomer, a little different, that we say that the baal is by anida, which is karis, the baal of nemerale, soto should be la la koshki. Amalo, the rabbanu respond, I'm sorry, this is the same kavachomer, the rabbanu respond just a little differently, im amarta benida, shkinesh laheter. You know why anida were more lenient? Because they'll become mutter after time. Right? She's only needed for X amount of days, and then she becomes mutter. Tomer besoto shein laheter. By Yisrael, there's no heter. So, so far, this is consistent or similar to the Rabbanon and the other opinion in the in the Vraisa before. We haven't brought Yehuda yet, but this is Rav Yehuda and the Rabbanon. So, with the Rabbanon, we're saying the same opinion of our Mishnah as the Tanakhama that you bring along to Tamidah Chamim. Then we have the opinion of Rav Yehuda, who says, similar to Rav Yehuda, the Baal Neman Allah. And then we have the um, Kavachomer, which Rav Yehuda uses to prove it. Rabbanon respond back. That no, neither yishla hetter, neither has a hetter after time. So to yishla in the hetter. And furthermore, mayim gnuvim yim taku. There's a reality that stolen waters are sweeter. person has an enjoyment from stolen waters. So therefore, when she's usher, he actually has a little bit of an of a incentive to be together at stolen waters. So that's the only opinion of the Rabbanon and of Yossi. Here's a Yehuda. Yehuda Omar, minat Torah, he says from the Pasuk, that says the man brings his wife. Sounds like no other, no one else necessary. He brings his wife. Nothing else needed. So it sounds like if you just bore from the pasuk. So why do we say before in the brisa? If you just said from a kavachomer, from a kavachomer from nida, this brisa seems to clearly indicate that's from the pasuk. Sounds like a very simple pasuk. The Gemara says you're right. There's actually two stages in Yehuda's opinion. First, the Amrul Mikavachomer Bereisha. He first had the Kavachomer. But a Prachua. But we had a Pirch on the Kavachomer. We, we, we took the Kavachomer, we tore it apart. We said there's no proof at all from Anida, because Anida, because it's so Chomer, because it's so strict, that's why we are more lenient to allow and we trust the husband. But a woman who's only alive, so we are less, we are much more concerned. So therefore, he said, once the Kavachomer, Pericha, then he said it from a Pasuk. So you're right, there was actually two stages of Yudha, in Yudha's opinion. First he tried the Kavachomer. When that wasn't working because it was a Perch on the Kavachomer, it was, he went with the other track. He went with the Pasuk. Okay, come on now, just picks up a one slight point between the Brisa. The first opinion of the Brisa was the Pasuk is going to be sufficient. And Yudha also said the Pasuk is going to be sufficient. It sounds very similar, both being the Pasuk to say, the aviation is still the more says no, there's a very simple difference. The first opinion in the Bryce said it's true. The Pasuk tells you the husband's going to be a bringer. Aval, 
But the Rabbanan came along and said that we don't trust them. And we send along to, to the Chamim. According to Yehuda, we stick with the Pasuk. The Pasuk is status quo as is, that we trust the husband by himself. No one else comes along, and therefore we allow him to go together just by themselves. So we have basically, really, two basic opinions in this Mishnah. Whether or not you send along people along with them. Two, to the Chamim, we have different reasons why. Two, to be witnesses, they have to do relations. They can testify that this happened. To give the warn, this warning that if you do have relations, it's not going to work the water, and therefore don't mess up the system. And we have the opinion of Rav Yehuda that says, no, the Baal is not allow, basically really from the Pasuk, says that he brings them himself, and that's why it's going to be sufficient without any other witnesses. Okay, says the mission now, continuing the process of the going up to Yushalayim. They bring him to the Bezna God of Sanhedrin. In Yushalayim, they're the ones, they're the only ones who actually can give a woman to drink, and therefore we have to bring them to that special Bezdin. And we try to instill the fear of God into her. The last thing we want to do is erase Hashem's name for no reason, to take the the uh, the, the waters and destroy Hashem's name. So we try to put the fear of God into her, that she should admit. If she admits, again, she has to get divorced, obviously, she loses the Ksuba, at least we don't go through the process of, number one, wasting Hashem's name, number one, whoever getting killed for this. So therefore, we try to scare her. The same way we, in general, we have any one time someone walks into a capital crime and gives witness, we try to scare them, make sure that they really are saying the truth, they realize you might kill someone unnecessarily, and we try to scare her similarly. We also tell her, Biti, my daughter, Harbi Yayinosa, you know, we, we might understand how this happened. Wine has the ability to do, you know, cause people to do things which are not so not so smart. People, when they get a little bit frivolous and a little joking around, we understand things happen that are not acceptable. People acting somewhat immaturely, acting like children. This all happens. Their neighbors can get someone to do things wrong. So they're trying to go, sort of give her like a little bit of a Pesach. You know, we understand if things happened, okay, it happens through wine, through schok, through yaldas, through shechinim roim. So therefore, hopefully, if she feels that a little bit supported in her in her, in her inappropriateness, she's more, more likely to admit that she did it. Try to make sure that we're trying to do all we can that the Shema Godla, Kadosh name, should not be erased in water for naught. We also tell her things that really it's not so nice to talk about. Well, the Gemara is going to talk, say this is the story of Yehuda. Yehuda also did something wrong, but he admitted. And Ruvain will say did something wrong, he also admitted. So we tell these things which maybe we shouldn't really talk about in public, but you know what? At this time it's appropriate to talk about them because Yehuda and Ruvain will be the, the examples for her of even incredibly great people who admitted to wrongdoings publicly. Things which are really not appropriate to be talking about her and her, but we're going to do it for this sake. If she actually admits and says, you know, I'm Tomei, Shavar's Ksuvas, we give her a receipt for her Ksuba, we say basically your Ksuba is, is, is null and void, it's like it was paid, because you don't deserve a Ksuba if you acted in this way, and she has to get divorced, but at least we save the water from destroying the Shem Hashem, and save this whole process. But if she says no, she insists, she insists she's still tar. We take her up to the eastern gate, which is by the opening of Sharnikana. Nikana was the famous person who brought these famous these copper gates and donated to the Samidish 
and that's where they bring her to drink. That's the same place. That's the place they give her to drink the sota. It's also the same place that a woman who had a child becomes tar in that same place. Also the place where a person's umetzara goes through the tyra process. The coin now is going to, we're going to do things now to the greater. The coin grabs her clothing. If it rips, it rips. Nifru, Nifru, Rashi Nifru was like a tear in many pieces. That's okay. Asher Megala sleep until her her, Megala, her her heart is revealed. That means you're exposing her up until that point. The Sosar Sari also undo her here. You expose her here as well. It's part of the process of, degra- of degrading her. If she looks beautiful and it's going to cause people to be aroused from her, so you don't do anything to um, to 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 undress her, to reveal her, to even to expose her anyway. My siren are for also here being beautiful, cause people to be aroused. Let us so they wouldn't uncover it, they wouldn't let it down. But if it wasn't, then they would do these things as part of degrading her. She's wearing white clothing, which is usually beautiful white clothing. They would tell her to change and put on dark, unappealing clothing. Again, it's part of degrading her. She's wearing different golden uh, jewelry, clitoris, which is like necklaces, nzamim. Nzamim is um, nose rings, tabos is regular rings. Mavir and Mimena take them off. Again, in order to somewhat disgrace her. Maybe Chevel Mitzri, you take this, this rope, which we'll see exactly why this certain rope is used. The Kosh, the Mountain you tie it above her breast to keep her, her shirt up, it shouldn't fall down. Chalrotz Aliris, Baliris, anyone wants to see her in this state of degradation, they can come see. Except for Ravadim Shvachos, because she has a connection to them. And we'll see more in the Gemara about this, and they might come to, and she they may make her um, too strong. Right, and, and she's not going to admit when she sees people that she has a connection to. So therefore, we keep away those people who she has a, a feeling of connection to and feeling of the Ezra not, not one to admit. Any woman can come see her in the state. People will see her and result not to like she did. It's actually a warning to other people not to act in any way which is inappropriate. Yeah. Eventually. So, so, so remember, she definitely acted terribly inappropriate. There was a kinoi and a stira. I mean, she was after her husband warned her. She was alone with this man, secluded. Right. So, but she definitely did things which which were, were incorrect, and acted inappropriately after her husband warned her. Don't be with this person. She went ahead with him. So I think the, the probably that itself warrants number one, assuming that there's a strong likelihood of her guilt, that a and b, even warranting perhaps a level of of bizarre, maybe as a kapara, maybe as as, as as atonement for her, maybe itself just the fact that she acted inappropriately, we treat her in, in a way which to show people we don't act this way. So you're right, it's true we don't know for sure she's guilty as far as having relations, but she definitely is guilty on some level of. Acting inappropriately, and that's enough, perhaps, to be able to do what we're doing for for that stage. Okay, so the Gemara now discusses how do you know that the Bezdin Agadol, the great Bezdin of seventy one, Sanhedrin Agadol, has to be the ones to give it to drink, but not in the Mili. 
Asya Torah Torah. We learn in Xerushava the words Torah Torah Ksevacha. Vasala Kohen as Kola Torah. Vixivasla Mapia Torah Shirucha, which is referring to the Torah which they taught, which is the Bezdin. Malala Mishim Mechashak over there, it's referring to the Bezdin of the 71, which is Sanhedrin Agadol. Afkan Shim Mechat Sotu over here is referring to the Bezdin Agadol. And they're the only ones who actually have the ability to give her to drink. Umayman Allah. We try to scare her. We try to put a fear of fear into her. Vraminu says the Gemara, very interesting. The same way we scare not to drink, we also scare her to drink. What do we do? If you're confident that your tar, stand your ground. and drink. Because the bitter water is really like a sam yavish, like a like a uh, an ointment. Which is put on on on, on live flesh. If you have actually a wound, you know what's going to happen. The ointment goes inside; it has place to go into. If there's no maka there, in it doesn't do anything. So this is like also, if there's place to go into, it means if you're guilty, you'll go in. If not, it won't do anything. So that they tell them, they try to convince her to drink. So, one second. On one hand, the commission says, don't we try to scare her not to, not to drink? And we try to get her to admit. On the other hand, we say, no, drink. Drink. The commission says very simply. Once before you actually erased the Shem Hashem, before you do that, you try to scare her to admit. Get her to admit. Once you erase it, once you put the, the actual, we'll see the Megillah, you put it, the whole um, words from the Torah, into the water, and the water it's erased already, at this point, you don't want to get it to drink. Because you already went through that process already. You say, listen, go through it. You, you, if you feel innocent, go drink. At this point, you don't want it to um, have the, the Shem Hashem be erased for naught. What do you tell her? Things that happened, and things that were took place in Ksuvim shown him. What is it referring to? Kagon, that Chachamim said over, and they were embarrassed. Who is that? Yehuda of Lobosh, Yehuda admitted, wasn't embarrassed. What happened at the end of Yehuda admitting? He inherited Olam Haba as a result. Ruvain also admitted, right, the Yehuda's story is the Yehuda and Tamar, and Ruvain, in fact, he mixed around his father's bed, he, he, he switched his father's bed to put his mother's bed in Yaakov's tent, he also admitted to Lobosh, he didn't, he didn't, wasn't embarrassed. Maya Sofa, what was his end? So, you see, great people, they admitted, it brought great bracha to them. So also you too, if you're guilty, admit, and I'll bring bracha to you as well. Umaschar, what was the reward? Where's Maschar? We just told you what the schar was. Like we just said, that they got Olam Haba. No, the words of the Maschar and Olam Haza, what was the schar in this world? Lahem Levadam Nasnaretz. To them alone was the land given Rashi. That means that he was Yehuda got Malchus, and Reuven got the first portion in Eretz Yisrael. So they both got incredible bracha in this world as well. And there was not a zar, nothing else. That means when they when Moshe came, came to bracha, gave the brachos, it was Yehuda and Reuven, followed by Reuven right afterwards. No one else in between. Again, to show this connection between Yehuda and Reuven, they both admitted and they received bracha as a result. So let's try to examine where exactly we see in the Torah that they admitted. Bishlam Yehuda, it says explicitly in the Pasuk, Ashkan Dodu, you found that he admitted. Yehuda, Yehuda realized that Tamar was the one he had relations with. 
the Yomitzarki Mimenish, he's more righteous than I am, and he admitted publicly to, to being with her. Ruvi Minola and the Odi, where do we see Ruvi admitted? What does it mean in the Pasuk? Let's say, connect between Yechi Ruvain, shouldn't die, and Zos the connection to Yehuda. What is this referring to? What is the very interesting Haggadah to Kolos and Shanim? She used to have been for all the 40 years that Eklaius was in the Midbar. The bones of Yehuda were rolling around in the Aaron. And because he was. He was We'll see what exactly what uh, what what Schusti had um, to stop, and the the reason why it, it, it was Megalgalin, Rashi says because he promised Yaakov, I'm going to bring back uh, Binyamin, and and the Gemara says that even though he did bring back ultimately Binyamin, but a Nidui when the person puts love in Cherem even on a, on a from even on a Tanai. And even if you fulfill the tonight, you fulfill the condition, it still is going to take place on some level. So Yehuda was promised to bring back Binyamin, he, 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 even though he did, but there was a, he, he said himself, will be a Nidu, be in Cherem if he doesn't. And therefore, this was like a key, and like a fulfillment of that Nidu, that his bones rolling around, it was not settled in, even after his death. And the Gemara says, what happened? So Moshe, Amen Moshe, Moshe got up and asked Rachman for Yehuda. Amen Lafana, Rabboni Shalom. Who caused Ruvain to admit? Yehuda. Yehuda's the one who caused it. So he gets a schos. That's the possibility. Therefore, that's the Yehuda. So that was the tefillah that Moshe davened, that since Yehuda was the impetus for Ruvain to admit, therefore Yehuda should get a schos and his bones should stop, should stop uh, shaking around. Yehuda heard the, the voice that Moshe was saying about Yehuda, about the schos of Yehuda, and his Evera, his, his, his limbs came back together and was no, no longer rolling around in the Aaron. The Gemara says, still, he was still somewhere in Cherim. They didn't want to let him go into the yeshiva in Shemayim to be there in the yeshiva where he wanted to be. So Moshe Davin again, should bring him into his nation, allow him to join the yeshiva Shemayim. Still, he wasn't able to Tumul and learning, but had their abundance to talk and learning with their abundance, they were up there in, in the yeshiva and Shemayim. So again, he davened Yadav Ravlo. He should have the ability to fight Rav, his lashon of fighting, to be fighting and learning with them. He was still, he wasn't able to say something which would be accepted according to Halacha. And again, the last final thing was, So that was the tefillahs that Moshe davened, that Yudha, not only his bones stopped shaking around and being loose, but he was able to go up to Shiva Shemayla. Talk alone with them, and even have his words accepted as a as a halacha. So the Gemara says that this is you see from, from this whole story, this episode that Reuven admitted because Reuven, we said, was taught by Yehuda to admit. So this price clearly indicates Yehuda actually admitted to the fact that he switched his father's bed and put it into his mother's tent, and therefore that admission. The Gemara says ended up bringing him to Olam Haba and things in this world as well. The Gemara says. Okay, Mishlam Yehuda, the Odi, and same why Yehuda admitted it was necessary and important for him to admit. Because Tamar was about to be burnt alive, right, as, as a punishment for what, she, what they thought she did wrong. Why is Ruven being Moda? What's wrong with being Moda? It's like a chutzpah. Someone who explicitly talks about his chatayim, particularly in public, almost making it like, I'm not embarrassed about it, I'm, 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 I'm okay with it. 
So Yehuda should be, I'm sorry, Ruvain should be something which is, uh, should be considered to be unacceptable to admit, especially if it's, it's, it's it seems to be making light of his sins. The Lord says, no, there was a important reason why he did so. That his father shouldn't suspect his brothers of doing so, mixing mixing around the, the Yaakov's bed. So therefore, not to be Chosh, not Yaakov should not be Chosh, the other brothers, Reuven said, said it was my fault, I don't, I'm not who did it, don't blame anyone else, and therefore he took responsibility. So as long as there's an important reason to do it, that's why he was able to, why it was important for him to admit, and therefore there was actually a Shavach who was praised worthy for admitting it. Last Gemara, remember Tumayani, if she says Tumayani, so we tear up the Ksuba, I'm sorry, we, we, we give a Shavach to the Ksuba, so we give a, a receipt for the Ksuba, that means basically we, look, we consider it paid, even though it wasn't paid, but she doesn't deserve a ksuba if she had, she was she was unfaithful. So we shovering ksuba. Shmami, now we see from this mission, we write a receipt for the ksuba. That's the way we 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 want to show ksuba's pay. We write a receipt for it. So, in other words, as opposed to tearing up the ksuba, which might be simpler, because if you don't tear up the ksuba, what happens? You have to keep the you have to keep the receipt and not lose the receipt. What it says we see ksuba which was the way of making sure that the uh, that it proved it was paid. Elias says, no, I don't accept that version of the Mishnah. Tani Mekaras, my version was, we tear up the Ksuba, which is obviously much simpler in a way. You don't have to keep up the receipt. Just tear up the Ksuba. I'm going to have one second. says explicitly Shaveris, and that seems to be the accepted version of Mishnah Shaveris. And Lama Rava, you're right. I accept the version of Shaveris. The Malcolm Shein Kosvin Ksuba Askinen. When there's places, there are places that Aksuba wasn't written. Meaning, nowadays we all write Aksuba. It's, it's a document. If Aksuba is written, simple thing is just tear it up. That's the simplest thing. But there are places Aksuba is not written, and the money is just known to be owed. It's because everyone knows that when we get married, there's Aksuba, which is owed. So it's called the Tanai Bezdin. That Bezdin basically is understood that a woman is owed the money of Aksuba. In those places, you have no option of tearing up the Aksuba. Only thing you could do is write a receipt. So our mission which says write a receipt, it was talking about places where there's no ksuba written. It just accepted that there's a ksuba. But Rav says for sure, if there is a ksuba written, it's much simpler to just tear it up rather than going through the process of writing a receipt, which you have to hold on to and not lose, and therefore it'll make a much more complicated process.